0: On this episode of the Answers on Aging podcast.
1: And the way we get it unstuck is to go to court and present this to the judge and say, hey, this person died. They own this and this and this. It was just in their name. It's now stuck. We need to transfer it to someone. Mm -hmm. And that is where a last will and testament comes in is if there is a probate then the judge will ask, was there a last will and testament? And if there was, it is presented to the judge. The judge looks at it besides decides if it is valid, and if it is valid, the court will then follow the instructions in the last will and testament.
2: Welcome to the Answers on Aging podcast. This podcast provides solutions to your questions and commonly faced challenges about caregiving, legal, and financial issues, personal struggles associated with the normal aspects of aging, and the unforeseen obstacles that oftentimes can be life-altering and even devastating. Each episode dissects real-life, real-time issues, and will often feature special guests who bring expert-level knowledge and free resources straight to you. This podcast is hosted by Certified Elder Law Attorney Todd Watley and Licensed Nursing Home Administrator Sarah Scott. Together, these aging experts bring an impressive combined 30-plus years of experience to the table in order to give you all the answers on aging.
1: That is correct. This is the Answers on Aging podcast, and my name is Todd Whatley, and thankfully I am here with my co-host, Sarah Scott.
0: Hey, Todd Watley, and welcome everybody to our fabulous podcast, Answers on Aging, and we love to bring you new, helpful information, sometimes not always new, and today's topic is not a new topic, but we just realized we haven't actually done And a full episode on this very thing. So strap in.
1: Actually, one of our listeners Mm -hmm. called or emailed us and said, "Hey, you keep talking about the probate episode, but I couldn't find it." And I was like, "It's got to be there, surely." This is one of my hot topics, one of my soapboxes. And I went through all sixty-two episodes, and they weren't there. It it was not there. So I was like, "Hmm." So
0: so this is just (laughs) this is the makeup, yeah, and the makeup. (laughs) So, you're going to learn all about probate today, but before we dive in, we want to say a really big thank you to all of you who are listening and learning, sharing, downloading. Um, we do this episode or this podcast for that very reason, to mm-hmm. teach you and help get information out there that's going to help you Age as smoothly as possible. So thank you all so much. It's making a huge difference for a lot of people and keep up the good work.
1: Yep. So probate, that is one of those things that definitely affects our audience.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Once you age, regretfully, you will pass away. Yep. And at that point, when you die, what happens to all of your stuff? Okay. Go ahead.
0: Well, it depends on what you do before you die.
1: Correct. So if you died with something just in your name, there was no co owner that survived you. It was just in your name, and you did not have any beneficiaries listed on that item, like a bank account mm-hmm. payable on death means at your death that money goes to the person that you name. Okay. Yeah. So if you die with something just in your name, no co owners, n- no beneficiaries, it is stuck. Yep. And the way we get it unstuck is to go to court and present this to the judge and say, hey, this person died. They owned this and this and this. It was just in their name. It's now stuck. We need to transfer it to someone. Mm -hmm. And that is where a last will and testament comes in is if there is a probate, then the judge will ask, was there a last will and testament? And Mm -hmm. if there was, it is Present it to the judge. The judge looks at it, decides if it is valid, and if it is valid, the court will then follow the instructions in the last will and testament.
0: That's right. So, basically, we want all of our clients, when I'm meeting with clients the first time, I tell them, I'm like, no matter what you're here, what you think you're here for, or what you think you need... We have two top priorities. One Mm -hmm. is powers of attorney, Mm -hmm. the right kind of powers of attorney. Right. The second one is to help you avoid probate.
1: And since this is a national show, Mm -hmm. the rules are a little different in some states. Right. But even in states where probate is easy. Okay. And so let me just explain in Arkansas and typically Oklahoma, It is a very court-involved process. Pretty much every transaction, everything has to be brought to the judge with a motion and an order that is signed by the judge to move this bank account to transfer ownership of this home via a deed to someone else. It is very court-involved. Some states are not very court-involved, like Texas, okay? Mm-hmm. In Texas, you can basically file the um, opening paperwork and the last will and testament, and basically the judge, if the judge says, yes, this is a valid last will and testament, do what it says, call me if you need me. Wow. Like to... You know, facilitate something, or if there's a fight, mm-hmm. sure, it gets brought into court and the judge will then have to decide. But basically, you file it for not much and then go through this process and then you close it mm-hmm. and it's done. And so it is not a horrible process. But even in those simple states, attorneys have been unable to tell me how payable on death beneficiaries are transferring something immediately upon your death is not easier than probate. Yeah. E- even they're very simple. Probate is still more complex and more complicated and has some expenses in it. Whereas if you can list someone as a beneficiary on your assets, you die they prove that you have died with a death certificate. The asset goes to those people. It's very so simple
0: and cheap. I <clears> mean,
1: free basically.
0: Yeah, I mean, it just takes a little bit of time. It may be postage if you've got to mail that beneficiary form mm-hmm. back to the agency. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's man, nothing.
1: It's very it's, simple. Very yeah, quick. Now, I will tell you, there's a lot of entities out there who don't recognize that we're having problems in Arkansas. There's a thing called a beneficiary deed, which says, if I own this house at my death, it goes to these people. It's very simple, very cheap, very efficient, and the title companies are giving us fits. They're like, where's the letter's testamentary, which is what the court issues when a probate has been open, giving this person, the executor of your estate, the ability to do things. And so mm-hmm. title companies and banks, many times, are still looking for that piece of paper but they don't need it they just need a death certificate yeah it's payable on death once you can prove death with a death certificate you don't need anything else so it can be Mm -hmm. a hassle but that's just and I'll say it it's just because of ignorance of the people wanting things that they've always wanted but Mm -hmm. they don't need that anymore
0: yeah wow so, probate is <clears throat> basically just the process, the legal court mm-hmm. process to get something unstuck out of a dead person's name. Yep. But you can avoid probate in most cases mm-hmm. without filing, in a, you know, for a court case or paying an attorney by doing just what Todd said, making sure those PODs, those payable on death beneficiaries are in place. And you don't have to worry about anything besides waiting for the death certificates to show up.
1: Now, what if someone out there, and I think the person who emailed me is in this situation, what if there is something stuck in a dead person's name? Mm -hmm. Okay. You go to court, you open up this case, and if there is a will, the judge will follow the will. What if there is not a will? Okay. Every state has a... And people will think, well, if there is no will, everything goes to the state. That is absolutely incorrect. Okay, It is okay. very, very, very rare for anything to go to the state. And it would only go to the state if you absolutely had no relatives whatsoever. Okay, No cousins, extended cousins, extended nieces or nephews. If there were absolutely no one in your family, then it could possibly go to the state. Every state has a succession um Plan. Statute, Statute. Yeah. Okay. plan <clears throat> that says if this person dies without a last will and testament, here's how it goes, and it pretty much makes sense. Okay, yeah. I think what surprises people is if you are married, then a portion of it, and each state does it a little bit different, but a portion goes to the spouse and a portion goes to the kids, yeah. and almost every married couple thinks, well, if my spouse dies, it all comes to me and I get to use it and mm-hmm. do things with it. And then at my death, it will then go to the kids. That is not what happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's one of the reasons we put in a will that says at my death, everything goes to my spouse because that's not what the statute says. Mm-hmm. It typically will be a portion, typically a third to the spouse and two thirds to to the kids equally divided between all children. Now, if you're single, then it it really does make sense. It will go to your kids. If you don't have kids, it will go to your parents. If you don't have parents, it will go to your siblings, and if you don't have siblings, it will go to nieces and nephews, and it starts getting very spread out then. But that's mm-hmm. why they'll find somebody, you know. That's yeah. where people get, you know, someone knocks on their door and says, are you so-and-so? And And it's like, yeah. It's like, well, your uncle so-and-so has just left you a million dollars. It's like, I don't even know this person. Well, you were in line and that's Mm -hmm. what the law said. Here's your check. Oh, thanks. (laughs) So, but that is very rare. Okay. Typically it just makes sense. Most of our clients say when I die, I want everything to be equally divided between my kids. Okay, great. And if not to their kids. Mm -hmm. So it, you know, does, Kind of makes sense, but the bottom line is it's a process. And in those states where it is very complicated, like Arkansas, Oklahoma, you you can easily spend between five and ten percent of your estate on probate. Mm. Five to ten percent. Just think about that. I mean, in today's market, you're gonna have at least a two hundred thousand dollar home. If you have a hundred thousand dollars in savings, investments, whatever vehicles, that's three hundred thousand dollars. Ten per, or five percent of that's fifteen thousand dollars. Ten percent is thirty thousand, and so you can easily spend tens of thousands of dollars to simply get your stuff from you, from your name at your death to your kids if you go through probate. And that's why this is one of my big soapboxes: is if you go to an attorney and you don't have minor children, and that attorney's estate plan for you is a last will and testament only without anything else going on, no pebble and death, no anything, it's like, okay, let's do a last will and testament. I suggest you find another attorney because mm-hmm. going through probate is typically, I mean, if... In those states where probate is easy and payable on death doesn't work, if you want to put in your will, I want everything to go to a grandchild or to a niece or nephew, something that is not usual, then in a state where probate is easy, it probably is cheaper to do a will Mm -hmm. to say, I want my assets to do this rather than do what the state um, statutory progression says. And so... Um, in those states, doing a will can work. Now, you may be asking, "What about a trust? Why would I ever need a trust?" Well, we do. I know we do a whole section on that, or, or a whole podcast on estate planning documents, and so you can go back and get the the full deal on a trust. But a trust. In my office is when someone wants to do something unique or Mm -hmm. special with their assets. If they want everything equally divided between their kids and they have no concerns about the kids and the kids are over the age of 18 and not disabled, we just leave it to them straight out with the payable on death beneficiary. It's very um, efficient. It's cheap. And it's quick.
0: Yeah. It's simple. Just keep it simple.
1: Yeah. So... Please talk to your parents. If, if you're listening to this and you're older, please don't let your sole estate planning tool be a last will and testament. If payable on death on all of your assets to your kids equally works for you, go do that. Yeah. Do it. It's cheap. It's easy. It's quick. And your kids will appreciate it because at your death, once they can prove your death, those assets go to the kids. And um, if you have a complex estate plan, please don't do it through court. Do a trust. You'll do something to make sure that happens, ideally, outside of court, and that's where a trust comes in. Because the way a trust avoids probate, remember the definition of probate is to get something unstuck from a dead person's name. A trust takes it out of your name and puts it into the trust. The trust now owns it. You control the trust while you're still alive at your death. Someone else controls it, and then the trust goes where you say that it goes. And it can all be done from a dining room table rather than the courthouse.
0: Mm -hmm. And Lord knows, after you lose a loved one, you certainly don't want to have to go through court. You don't want to have to be coughing up all this money um, because until that money that mom or dad left you lands in your pocket, it's going to be kind those court fees are going to be coming out of your pocket. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's just one more reason to try to avoid probate and make things simple. So ask your parents, um, and ask each other, you know, in our accounts, who do we have listed as payable on death? And make sure that the people who you want it to go to, are the people that are listed and that they know where to go when
1: that happens. Yep, the other thing about probate, real quick, is that one of the purposes of probate is to make sure that all of your expenses are paid. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. if everything is payable on death to your heirs, your your debts, expenses only come out of your estate. And if your estate transfers upon your death, now, this is not true in some states. Some states will enforce this, but it is a possibility that if all of your bank accounts, investments, and everything transfer immediately upon your death to your heirs, those those debts may not get paid. Yeah, yeah. And so... Be careful loaning money to people who are not doing well, but, you know, and I am all for paying legitimate debts, okay? Mm -hmm. I don't want you to bypass things, but when someone dies, you you don't know, I mean, I know because I've seen it, people come out of the woodwork, scammers, people, hey, he owed me money, he told me two weeks ago that he was going to give me this or that, you know, just all this mess comes up. And when it goes through probate, you are opening the courthouse doors for these people to walk right in and say things and claim things and do stuff. The judge doesn't know. And you just, you know, there are a lot of scammers out there that really take advantage of people who have just recently died, particularly if there's a spouse, Mm -hmm. particularly a widow, they will come after her and say, Hey, he promised me this or that, or he owed me money and she doesn't know. So, Mm -hmm. you know, so, you know, getting it out of the dead person's estate, getting it gone is a really good way to make sure those things don't happen. And it saves you money, saves you time. And so please try to avoid probate. If you are going through probate, please understand we've discuss the process you probably need an attorney to help you go through that because it is complex it is very statutory you've got to do things correctly or else the judge will not let you close out the estate until all of these um, steps are taken and you really do need an attorney to do that
0: you sure do and so if you don't understand at the you know by now just the basics and the ins and outs of what probate is, how to avoid it, what it means, Um, please reach out to us. We love to um, communicate with you as our listeners and want to try to help make all these aging processes as smooth as possible. So don't forget to reach out to us if we have left something out there that you have questions about. Let us know.
2: Let us know.
1: Thank you all very much, as always, for listening, and we will talk to you next week, all right? Thanks.
2: Thank you for listening to the Answers on Aging podcast with Todd and Sarah. Be sure to hit subscribe and keep tuning in each week as they bring you helpful, useful, and easy-to-find resources for making life as we age as simple and enjoyable as possible. For more information about this episode, visit AnswersOnAgingPodcast.com. Click on the show notes tab and take advantage of the free resources right there at your fingertips. To see Todd and Sarah live, check out our Facebook page, Answers on Aging, to catch a live feed of their radio show every Wednesday morning from 9 to 10 o'clock. Todd and Sarah welcome feedback and love to answer your questions. So please, let them know what you think by leaving a review and share with your friends and family.